Well, we should pour God one out. On we should pour one out. Pour one. <laughs> That's not good with bubbles. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Hello and welcome to the world of I'm your host. Spoon! <laughs> With musical guest, Willie! <laughs> Don Pardo, God rest your zombie bones, everyone. Welcome to the club. The podcast. The club. <laughs> Do you smell burnt toast? No, no. Uh, PD is right. We did start um, a New York socialite club uh, while true. Last, in the last week. And so we are inside the hallowed halls of our <laughs> new club, which is called... Uh, Rub a dub club, all gays and, and Willie was... in a tub. <laughs> <laughs> all gays and one straight in a tub. <laughs> <laughs> He's really just there to regulate temperature of the tub. <laughs> I am the. They call me the the hot and cold connoisseur. They call Ooh. me the uh, the delicatessen of temperature. Ooh, the H two O tamer. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they call him the nasty robber. <laughs> um, <laughs> nasty robber. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us for yet another week. Um, PD, I don't know about you, but I'm tired and I'm feeling loopy right now. <laughs> I am loving I So this morning I woke up and I was just out of sorts. I don't know what it was. I was in this very hot like room to myself. And I could not pay attention. Like, my coworker was walking me through this, like, media plan. And I could not, for the fucking life of me, like, understand what he was saying. And thank God he's, like, the nicest, sweetest guy. And he's like, no, 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 no. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Let's go through it one more time. I want to make sure you understand this. And I'm like, I am so glad you have patience because I have zero patience to teach anyone anything. Yeah. Is this sort of the other way around? I would have yelled at you by now. I would have yelled at you and jumped off this fucking G-chat. Yeah. Um, no, then, you know what? I had a bowl of... Frosted many wheats, and I felt right as rain like 30 minutes later. I think I just needed to eat. For me, I just, um, I don't know what it was. I did go out for drinks. Uh, our good friend Ooh. KB was in town, so I saw, I uh. got to meet up with her and her very cool boyfriend. An absolute um, friend of the pod. Shout out to KB, one of the best of the lawyers, this and the other side of the Mason Dixon. Agree, G. Um, shout out to KB. Um, and well, I, we, I got her to subscribe to the podcast, so she's now another – she's a fan just like, um, you know, the 10 people listening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say – let's just give her a code name Vornado because she's a great fan. Okay. I also just bought a Vornado, <laughs> which code I love. name Dyson. Oh, because also she's kind of a lesbian maybe? Like oh, Dyson. no. <laughs> Now don't she's put, straight. Don't put words in my mouth, counselor. Don't put words in my mouth, counselor. 
Um, I will leave it to the men at the Rub a Dub Club to put whatever they need in your mouth. <laughs> well, and as the employees of the Rub a Dub Club know, if you have a potty mouth, you will get your mouth washed out with soap. That's but true. It is soap that is flavored like ham because oh. Daniel's involved. Oh. So it is ham soap. Oh, my, wait, there's a show where they have it's, it's Futurama. They have weird flavored. Now, you know what? The ham gum. Oh, the ham gum. That's what it is. The ham gum. I knew that. From a few episodes back. Yes, a few episodes prior. A phenomenal episode, but this episode is even this better. This episode is a top notch, one of the top ones of the series. Is, is this an aqueous teenager episode? Because it's definitely a tear jerker, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of myself for that one. But today we are covering season three. TLC, look no further because I will be having waterfalls coming out of my eyeballs. Oh, eyeball waterfall. All right. I like that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Sorry, I I cut you off because it took me like (laughs) 10 seconds to compute that one. I'm just very proud that I'm the the quippy one now and you're the one who's on on five-second delay. Well, to be fair, PD, normally you are very quippy. You just don't intend to. You sort of like accidentally have like a genius pun. (laughs) I'm the one who tells you that it's a genius and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I pretty much just fall ass backwards into my puns. As as I always like to say, pun not intended, but appreciated. Oh. Oh, I like that. sort of that that retrospective pun. That's going to be your memoir. Pun not intended, but appreciated. A Willie Calvin story. Not a bad title, to be right? honest. <laughs> right? I would read that tome. Okay. Are you saying it's, you saying it's old? I don't know how you wanted me to react to that. No, we have You gave me a look that. like, come on. Come on. Huh? Huh? Do you have something to say about that? <laughs> no, we argued about a novel versus a tome. I do, I do know. I do remember that. <laughs> and my stance was that a tome has to be old and big, old and yours book. was it just has to be big. It just has to be big. Yes, exactly. A tome could be I, like I a large. I said that like book. Samantha. It just has to be big. It just has to be big. <laughs> Carrie, I'm Samantha. I like to fuck. <laughs> I like sex. <laughs> well, this is not a Sex, sex in the, the City, City podcast. podcast. Thank you. Well, I, uh, thank you. This is a Futurama podcast where we are covering season three, episode 10, Look at the Friarish. Today. Oh, look at the Friarish. An absolute. Uh, uh, One of the most heartwarming true. episodes. Heartwarming. It's got, it's got a lot that I like, and I won't get into it right now because we haven't even done good news, everyone. But um, I really do love this episode, and I feel like every time I watch it, I always think that. Okay, I've seen this a billion times. It's not gonna like tug at the heartstrings like it typically does. And like even this one, I'm writing down. I'm like distracted. I'm like mm-hmm. trying to like you know respond to messages before I get on and everything. And then it got me. It got me. There was it got were, me too. It, it I was welling like a felon. Um, <laughs> it got me. <laughs> Someone called Doctor Schultz because we're gelling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, no, it got me too for like a split second and like. Agreed. Same thing. It was like you're you're writing down notes. You're sort of like I've I've literally seen this fifteen to twenty right. times. So I know pretty much everything that's going to happen, at least from a big picture sense. It got um, me to the point. But it's where really just such a sweet sentiment. You it really I mean? is. And like you, do you, you know what I mean? It's it's such an M Night Shyamalan. What a twist! 
um, at the very end. And you, but like, in a you good don't way. expect it in a good way. Yeah. And you don't expect it. And you're kind of just like, oh, fuck. Now I feel bad for like this. Like it, it's just so well written. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say something else before M. Night Shyamalan, but I was focusing on pronouncing the last name correctly. So I don't remember what it was. Well, Petey, that's a perfect opportunity for us to get into some... Good news, everyone. Ah, ooh. Would you like to go first or secondario? Um, well, I'll go, I'll go second if that's okay. Okay, perf. Um, my go- I think I used two good news last time, and I can't remember what I was going to talk about. Something about like all my new furniture, I think. Something about Portland with. or something about moving. Yes, they literally <laughs> milk, milk, milk those cows until they're dead. I think the other one's dead. Uh, the I got some new furniture, which is good, new lamps. Um, but my real true good news is that it's uh, Fleet Week, and we've got the Blue Angels flying overhead, and it's insanely loud and scurry, but also cool as tits. Well, Petey, you guys have a – in your new place, you do have an amazing view. Yes, so we're going to be of, utilizing uh, that view. San and they, Francisco in the Bay. So we they fly because like we can see like a lot of it, but there's like like the other side is cut off because there's a building right next to us. But like oh. we can see like a sixty degree. You wouldn't want to put it in a tube. What's that? A radius? Oh oh uh 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 circumference. An, arc, uh, an angle. An arc. We can see sixty degree uh, a radian. A sixty degree angle of the city, and then the other forty percent is cut off. But like the sixty degrees is like downtown and the bay One and all the high radians. Uh, three point one four four. Or one four one point one four one five nine. Do you do you know pi out to six digits? Three point one four one five nine. I know that far. Uh, with the period, that's pretty much seven. Uh, but anyways, no. The so point it's fun. Does count. The point, yeah, the point absolutely counts. Um, but no, so that's fun, and it's like you know, fun time in the city. It's October. It's nice weather. Um, it's all coming together. So no, it's, it's all nice. coming together. Plus some handsome sailors. Uh, I've been trying to find handsome sailors, and I've only seen a bunch of growth ones recently. Disgusting. Uh, thank you for your service. <laughs> 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 we love our sailors. Where did, all the hands- our- <laughs> Where did all the handsome sailors go? Yeah, I want the sailors that were on the ship. When Cher debuted, do you believe in love? Apple Daniel World? wants the sailors that look like Gene Kelly from like Gene some Kelly? 1940s movie. Oh, yeah, he's the guy yes. from like American in Paris and like Singing in the Rain. And exactly, I uh, want like. But the I Mar- feel like he's the type of guy who would play like a 1940s sailor. You know what I mean? That's like yes, yes, and they still wear those weird like 1940s uniforms. Like they're just walking around AKA town in which the is deli weird. hats. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a deli hat. Because it looks like a paper deli hat. Like a deli bird. Also a great Pokemon. Uh, but that's my good news. I'll let you know Is when that I a bang Pokemon a Pokemon made out of sliced turkey? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bird made out of sliced turkey and ham. Let's not forget. Although I will say... Hand-turkey combo. Hand-turkey combo. Mm, almost like a club sandwich, but I will say, heads up, I have been getting the Sausalito Boar's Head roast chicken, and I never think about chicken because it's dry, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It flakes, not for me. But their fucking Sausalito, it's like a buffalo chicken, $9 a pound, worth every penny. Worth every penny. Highly recommend next time you're at that. I'm an uh, oven gold guy um, from from Boar's Head. That turkey is so good. Yes. It's tasty. Mm -hmm. Um, Some honey ham up in that bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a place in San Jose that I used to get sandwiches. 
that had like they make their own bread fresh. It's very tasty and delicious. Ooh. And I would get this one that was like ham and turkey, and it was oh, oh good. <laughs> is that your good news? <laughs> no, that's not my good news. Um, my good news is actually so, PD. Uh, I, I just wanted to give the listeners some context. So I have hired uh, PD, and I've hired a. A social media and marketing consultant. Oh, yeah. Um, so just to give some context <laughs> to uh, the listeners, recently um, I've been testing out some marketing things and PD and I have been trying to elevate uh, how we're getting the word out about the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I posted a couple video clips of us recording the pod uh, to my Instagram at the most chill bro. And you can also follow Daniel uh, at DM Cheesum, right? Yep. That's your, your handle. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, we uh, so I tried a couple. Th- those seemed to work. We got some nice uh, people. Did look, you know, I on those days basically we were getting yeah. spikes in our listens. <clears throat> so I was like, okay, this is great. But I kind of want to go a little bit further. So I actually hired. Um, I was doing some research online, and I hired uh, a social media consultant. Um, he's actually from Down Under. He's from Australia. Oh, and so we don't. As the listeners know, we don't have a lot of money on this podcast. We are still very much in the red. <laughs> it's a bootstrap, uh, scrappy group of, of, of ragtag uh, casters, if you will. But the consultant, they're nice enough to – while they might have an expensive hourly rate, we probably – we couldn't afford a full hour. So we did just kind of slice and dice from there. He's going to give us a minute-by-minute rate. Um, so he's going to come in and we're going to ask him, um, I'll probably have to have Daniel, since you're the sales marketing expert here, I'll have him talk to you and, uh, we can suss things out and hopefully we can learn a few things. So I'll bring him in. Um, okay. Hey, come on in. Kind of a rude way to invite someone in a room, but, uh, okay. Oh, all right. Looks like he's here. Oh, good day. Good day, mate. (laughs) Hello. Fucking right off the bat, full stereotype. So you're Daniel, right? Okay. I am. Uh, my name's Brody. Brody James. Bro- Brody. And okay. uh, it sounds like you guys really need a lot of help. Is that uh, is that the case? Yes. We uh, absolutely. We need we need all the help we can get, Brody. Okay, great. When that sounded a little condescending of you, I don't know if you're making fun of my accent there, but uh, the name's Brody. All right. Am B- I getting this right? H O D A Y. Brody. Brody James. Brody. Is that right? Brody. Am I saying this right? Brody. No, Brody. Brody. No, Brody. <laughs> okay. Can I call you Big B? You can call me anything you want except for whatever you were just saying. <laughs> Big B sounds great. All right. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I am um, – I guess I should introduce myself to, to the listeners because yes. they may have never heard of me from – uh, the Northern Hemisphere. Um, my <laughs> name is Brody James. I'm a absolutely gigantic YouTuber in Australia. Oh, um, okay. I've that got millions sense. of followers, subscribers. Uh, my Instagram is lit all the time. Can you um, prove this? Do, do you have? Do you have like? A, can you send us a link so I can like validate? Yeah, of course. Um, let me just send it in the chat, uh, and I'll just type it there. It's going to be Brody James Doc Biz. <laughs> And then, is, are there any? Back and the YouTube matches? channel is called. Uh, well, it's actually funny. It's called Big B. <laughs> YouTube channel is Big B. 
<laughs> okay. Maybe it, so maybe you kind of get lucky on that one. <laughs> uh, maybe you have heard of me. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, your friend told me you we, you hadn't. But anyway, I totally appreciate you guys hiring me because I love to help people out. And uh, I'm sort of a self-made man myself. Okay. Um, so I've kind of gone from the bottom to, of the chain to all the way to the top. And uh, I just want to tell you, you were sort of skeptical about my credentials. So I'll tell you a couple uh, like Australian chains and different businesses that I've helped out. So okay. um, I've done work for Twallabies. Have you ever heard of Twallabies? <laughs> no, I've never heard of that. It's sort of like a, it's sort of like a Macy's. <laughs> is that a real play? <laughs> of course it is. Okay. Twa- <laughs> okay. What do they sell at Twallabies? That's like a Macy's. They got everything. It's a department store. So like, like I would go to Twallabies and I would buy like what are three items? A I shirt, could buy there? Uh, jumpers, um, <laughs> and like like what's a random sort of thing? Like I could shoes. Get there? Uh, you could get like a a frying pan, maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Potentially, right. you know, <clears throat> it's, it's got everything. It's a department store. You've been to a Macy's, right, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't get a frying okay. pan at Macy's, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've seen them there. <laughs> kitchen products, okay? You are a very contentious young man. <laughs> Baby. Look, I just don't want you to think that a Twallabies doesn't have everything that a Macy's has, okay? It's just okay. as good. Okay, all right. All right, so all right, all right. I've also done work for the Canberra Metro Express. We did a campaign oh. for some bus ads and some train ads and stuff like that. And correct me if um, I'm wrong, the Canberra Metro Express – is all manpowered. There's no. It's all bikes. Oh and yeah. It's all. It's sort of like uh, taking the Flintstones concept, but to a whole <laughs> nother level. Because in the Flintstones, those cars. I mean, they're made of stone and stuff. That's so heavy. So it's going to be so inefficient. But what we've got in the the Canberra Express Metro Express is it's carbon fiber. Okay? Oh, lightweight. So it's foot to the you know it's foot to the as- asphalt, but you're going way faster. Because you have everyone on the bus flintstonesing their way to exactly. <laughs> Finally, someone gets it to the toilet. If the whole get this, guys, if the whole bus is putting in effort, that bus is going to be zooming. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it just makes so much sense to me. But I, I don't know. I've talked to other Americans and they don't really get it. So okay. Uh, anyway, that was a great project. A project. Um, I've also done some. <laughs> I've also done some uh, work for. Kanga Rupert's Wig and Weave Emporium. <laughs> um, they're one of the premier wig and weave um, creator uh, makers and, and distributors in, in Australia, especially like Western Australia. <laughs> Which do you sell more of, wigs or weaves? Well, I don't work for them. I would just did a consulted for them. So um, I don't know. But they had to have a marketing objective, right? They were trying to sell something. So like, you know, they had to try and sell Well, they're trying to sell both. Not one or the other? No. I'm very skeptical of your credentials. Well, I have a preference. Okay, okay. If you want me to keep going on the list. (laughs) Yes. Okay, you want to keep me to keep going? Okay. So um, I've also done uh, some work for um, uh, Australian McDonald's. Okay, that sounds pretty. St- what and kind of just work so have you people done? know, Australian McDonald's is a little different from American McDonald's because all the burgers are made out of coral reef. <laughs> are there any meat? Um, so the is texture any, like, is a little bit different than what you might taste here in the states, but uh, it's pretty good. I like it. I'm also going to go ahead and say gotcha on this one because I know for a fact that all Australians call Australian McDonald's 
Maccas. And you well, didn't, didn't say Maccas. Okay, because I'm talking to an American, I didn't <laughs> assume that you would know that, okay? This is a, I'm guessing largely an American audience, huh? Uh, actually, we have some Australians. Oh, well, that's fantastic. So, yes, Maccas. And as people, go. as hello, fellow Aussies, as you know, <laughs> uh, Maccas does serve coral reef burgers. What else can I can so I hear good. about like one or two other items on the menu that you've worked on or, or did you work on any other items or just that? Wait, what do you mean on the menu? You mean my CV or like what other stuff can you get at Macca's? Oh, uh, you, you said you like you you were particularly plugging the coral reef burger. Did you plug? No, I other? just wanted to make sure people knew that. Oh, okay, 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 got it. Do you know anything else on the menu? Could you like throw out anything like you know? Any other like delicious? Well, they've got like, obviously the classic French fries. Um, those are pretty much the same. Um, you guys have a thing called like ranch. We don't have that. <laughs> you don't have ranch in Australia. Well, we call it outback sauce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that scans. <laughs> Definitely scans. Um, I've also done one from. uh, I've also done some work for Foster's Fizzle. It's sort of a Foster's beers version of like a hard seltzer. They were trying to get into that game, so that one's kind of one of the more recent projects because you know that's really that's really taken off recently. Yes, Um, and then uh, probably one of the other ones that you you may or may not recognize name wise is is going to be Dotty Dan's. Dotty Dan's is sort of like an Australian Spencer's gifts. Oh, dirty! Like Dotty is like a, a, an Australian word for like cool. Oh, I didn't Something's know that. Dotty, then it's sort of like, oh, that's so cool. What does yeah, bargain mean? Bargain? Yeah. Like I've heard uh, Australian. You're really putting me on the spot, there, mate. <laughs> I think Man, I haven't. Like, I used to say that all the time as a kid, and now I don't remember. <laughs> it's not in the current zeitgeist. I got it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we don't really say that anymore. You can might offend someone, actually. You should be careful. Can I ask what the population of Australia is? Because I happen to know that off the back of my head. <laughs> no, let, me just, <laughs> let me just buy some time real quick. Oh, my, it's going to be about <laughs> almost 26 20 million. million. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was so fucking work for anyone else that we would know of no well that's all that's all (laughs) okay so i mean plenty of others over time but the smaller places you probably wouldn't recognize but those are some of the big ones so you're a marketing expert you're a social media expert can you tell me what part of the funnel we're interested in and what our standard marketing objectives looks like so i'm gonna get you right there pd uh, Willie did say I could call you PD, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I didn't catch that. <laughs> you just, you know, you're sitting in it's a chair. It's not like it's um, just an automatic thing for somebody else to <laughs> just, and they, to that, that's something that they totally didn't even think about. Um, no, so I think you've got the wrong perspective. You said the word funnel. I think that's your first mistake, mate. You don't want to be thinking about it as a funnel. You want to think about it as a tube. <laughs> What kind of a really wide tube where you can just spray as many people in through the tube and that same number of people comes out. So a funnel, as you obviously know, is gonna be 
Okay, okay, I see. I, okay, I get every single person you touch. Broaden your is impact. going to convert. Okay, right. broaden I, it. Okay. There's going to be no too- cutting down. We're not saying, okay, there's an old guy and there's a young guy and we only want the young guy. We're saying we want everybody. We want as many clicks and listens as possible. Does this right, Australian so funnel tube make any kind of music? The tube. A tube. I mean, I suppose would- you could metaphorically install some speakers and a stereo t- in there. <laughs> you and blow maybe- into it and it goes, Ari, you mean a didgeri? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm getting at. I, honestly, I thought that's where you were going with this whole thing. Oh, no, I mean, that's a great comparison, though. <laughs> that's a great tube. It doesn't get any wider or any thinner. I have no idea the validity of that statement, but I'm going to take your word for it. I'm guessing it's just like a bassoon, a music tube. I do. I mean, you could say the bassoon is based off the didgeridoo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Hey, look, if you want to assert that with utter dominance, you totally can, okay? Fair. Okay, fair. Okay. Good point. So, number one, don't make it like a a funnel. We don't want to lose anybody. We want everybody in there. We need to be – cast a wide net, okay? And then – so the other thing is calls to action, right? You've Mm. you've probably seen on YouTube people like, oh, like and subscribe, and that's great, Okay. But you need to really hammer in the idea that if they don't like and subscribe, something bad will happen. A threat. It could be a threat. It could be (laughs) – I mean really what you want is for them to take it really serious and it's not even a threat at that point. It's sort of a promise. Okay. It's sort of a guarantee (laughs) that if they don't smash that subscribe button right now, (sighs) there has – it's going to catch on fire that night. And all of the birds and cats and dogs and all of the pets are going to be engulfed in flames. And do you want that? No. So, of course, you're going to subscribe. Do people have birds? Is that a frequent – is that a common pet that people have, birds? People have more birds than children in Australia. <laughs> that would, you only have 26 million people there. That does not surprise me. Well, if I had to wager a guess at how many birds there are, a billion. Although there are a lot of emus, I guess. Wait, upwards okay. of a billion birds. <laughs> a billion birds. That's uh, pretty good. That's rude, okay? <laughs> Don't make fun of my accent. You were going to say that's racist for a hot second. I was like, ah. um, okay, great. Any any other advice before <laughs> before? Yeah, we- well, I just really want to stress the, the call to action because I've heard your guys' podcast. I've heard you sort of say, oh, like, check us out on Twitter or like <laughs> – you know, sort of. Um, hey, no, it's the special kids of that crumble. You know, Sorry, like you guys are just kind of. I'm going to ignore that. Okay. <laughs> it was from Summer Heights High. I was going to give you. Show. I was going to give you guys like a discount because of your sort of a small business, but you've just been rude, so I might double the fee. <laughs> I have been very contentious, and I don't know why. But you I'm said I'm contentious, but you're the one sort of jabbing at me all the time. You know what? That's a contentious way to put things. Actually, back on you. If I could quote Hermes, the mere thought of violence is violence. The thought of contention is contention. Lisa, <laughs> <laughs> my, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't really seen the show. Um, so oh. I don't know who Hermes is, but um, here. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay. Say I'm ending one of my classic videos where I just did like a huge giveaway 
of like, I don't know, 25 iPad Pros or something. Okay. And, um, and I'm like, okay, guys, like, thanks so much for watching. Make sure you motherfucking stab that subscribe button <laughs> or else next time you close your eyelids to go to sleep, the boogeyman's going to come and tear out all of your toenails. <laughs> But, you know, meanwhile, I'm saying that I'm smiling, you know, the whole crew of the video is sort of waving and the camera's sort of zooming out. And I'm like, you know, trying, it's sort of a, it's sort of a cognitive dissonance, right? Everyone looks happy, but what I'm describing to you is maybe one of the most painful things you could ever experience <laughs> if you little, don't subscribe. I'm a little terrified. I think I would subscribe. At that point, I would just subscribe. What, what am I going to lose? Not my toenails, tell you that much. And by the way, like, since I've started implementing this, um, you know, I, it is, it's not an empty threat. As I said, it is a promise. And so <laughs> after every watch, after every video that comes out, I do track how many views and subscribers. And if someone watched it and it's not subscribed, I do, you rip their toenails I find them. <laughs> I've got information sources. Um, I, I hunt them down no matter where so, in the world, I hunt them down and I'm like, why didn't you subscribe? And they're like, oh, my God, how did you get in my house? And I'm like, look, look, it's just me, Big B, your best friend, Brody James. And I'm not mad, but Give why aren't toenails. you subscribed? Um, you're getting ahead of me. But, yeah, I do end up taking the toenails or whatever it is in the video I said I was going to do. You know what I mean? Okay. Burn their birds, pull their toenails. Well, I'd one. never – I do actually save the birds. If the, if they do have birds, I do save those. Release so them that part of it. I do down. kind of lie about, but yeah, every other living being in that house is going to go up in flames. <laughs> I mean, there is a bird shortage in Australia. I've heard you're only at a billion birds. If uh, if if Aussies could have their way, we'd have two billion birds. Three. <laughs> what about emus? I heard you guys lost a war to emus. Well, I wouldn't call it a loss so much as a sort of a, a truce. And now our societies are completely integrated. Emus. <laughs> emu society. Well, first of all, the emus are great for the metro, for the Canberra metrics. I was going to say people just ride the emu birds, right? Well, no. I mean, they don't ride the bird. But if the bird is the driver <laughs> on the bus, that's like extra leg power, right? That's true. And it, does it steer with its peak? <laughs> No, they actually like developed a, some sort of um, contraption to let them use their wings, and it's sort of like strapped on. Like, they use their wings to like steer. It's like um, as it, they give them sort of reins, sort of like the way you'd steer a horse. I don't think that would help if you had wings. Well, don't underestimate the eagles, mate. They're, okay, they're talented. Okay. okay. All right, this is going off the rails. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, you're so for welcome. joining us, Biggie. Um, I'm so excited. I'm Brody to have James. You uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Otherwise, I'm going to find out where your mother lives and I'm going to snipe or rifle her from multiple oh, miles Jesus away. Jesus Christ. So hit that subscribe <laughs> button. Wow. Okay. We, we All right. Great to meet you, mates. And I'll uh, catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you, Big B. Wow. Thank that you, Big, Big B. B. Brody James. Thank you, Brody. I'm a little terrified. I still think I, um, with him. He, he is gone now. And uh, quite frankly, I don't know if I want to sort of follow some of that advice. Uh, he has me hook, line, and sinker. 
I get the his philosophy about the funnel. I, I feel like I understand that he's trying to say like we need to not sell mm-hmm. ourselves short. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't like the idea of um, publicly threatening large groups of people uh, on a regular basis. I'm open. I'll just say I'm open. Okay. Whatever well, works. You know, I mean, diversity of um, opinion points of view important. of opinion is very important, and that's part of why we're a part a duo, a partnership. We don't always agree, um, but in the end, I always do have final say. (laughs) (laughs) Snuck that in there right before the gavel. Got him. (laughs) Got him. You know I keep that thing on me. (laughs) (laughs) And by thing, you mean uh, a stick of salami. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Well, shall we jump into the ep? Let us jump into the ep. All right, all right, all right. So, all right, so as PD said at the beginning, this is season three, episode ten, uh, "Luck of the Friarish." Um, we begin the episode by seeing Fry's birth. Uh, um, yes, we are in old New York, aka the time period that New York, the, you, me, and the listeners are in our contemporary to, time period. Contemporary, well, yeah. um, and I did appreciate. I never really so it's. It's the pre-med Brooklyn Junior Hospital. So it's meant to be a joke about like it's like a training facility for pre-med students, which also made me think – a junior hospital made me think of Weenie Hut General. Weenie Hut Junior. (laughs) Weenie Hut General. That was one of the best episodes of SpongeBob probably of all time actually. Definitely top ten. Yeah. I mean shit. There's a lot of episodes I haven't seen but – like uh, since yeah. you know Any, we were anything no longer after young. Season four doesn't matter. Season four are the, are the OGs. The Hashlinging Slasher, Pretty Patties, Pretty Patties. They remind me of home. They remind me of home. Okay. I love that episode. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we, we we're seeing Fry's birth. It's quite entertaining because we get a glimpse into. Uh, his parents, like, they're basically modus operandi in the entire show. Like, his mom not caring about anything but sports. And his, and his dad, dad like, being, like, anti-communist. Anti-communist, which I'm going to say something. Hot take. I've got the gavel ready, PD, just so you know. If Perfect. If Futurama came out today, his dad would have been QAnon. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, Right? Yes. He would have been full Q, like, the government's coming Well, because he's sort of, like, that type of he's, – he's got – they have a doomsday bunker. So he's right. that type of, like – presumably that type of libertarian or conservative or whatever where he's sort of like, I'm a, I'm a prepper. Um, I have to have these guns and weapons so that I can fight back against the – inevitably when the American government tries to oppress us, right, uh, exactly. I will have my, my, my guns and protection. Uh, yes, yeah, and like he's all I, – I, I forgot. I was like, why did they make him anti-communist? Because he was born in the 80s. He's a, like a go-go 80s Reaganaut, and that was like, you know, I, I would say the height of anti-communism in the government, parentheses, ignore the McCarthyism era. Well, no, I think his, I think his dad, though, was born in the 50s. <laughs> oh, true, yes. And so he, his dad would have been – He's a veteran who went so to Korea. So he would have been pretty pretty much in that post-World War II. Yeah. He's uh, a, his, I think his dad fought era. in Korea or Vietnam. I think he fought in Vietnam. Oh, he said Nam. He says Nam because I, lo- I wrote this down. He's like, Yancey is trying on the tux for his wedding, and it's like a camo tux. And he's like, that tux got me through Nam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I – 
Oh no, I seem to have lost Willy. Vamp, vamp. I accidentally clicked a button on my mouse and it took me, um, it took me out. I mean, we're still recording me. Are we still recording you? It is, but now for me, it says it started over. So we'll see. It might be in two pieces, but that's okay. And do like my heart. <laughs> is your is your uh, recorder still going up? Like it's yeah. it's counting up and it's continuous. Okay, well that's good. Okay, that means that yours will be in one piece. So right. That's nice. I did a really good vamp when you listened to. The I record. heard you were saying vamping, vamping. vamping <laughs> <so>. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'll so, be more careful. I'll be more careful. Uh, that's okay. So uh, Fry comes home from the hospital and we see that he has a brother named Yancey. Um, he's the second child. Who gets more attention? Yancey's got uh, first child syndrome where he wants everything that the baby brother gets because the baby brother's getting more attention. He steals his toys. He's kind of just an asshole to fry all around their childhood, which makes you hate him so fucking much the entire time. Like every single interaction you see, he's a copycat. He's an asshole. He doesn't do anything original. One thing, P, one little plot hole I wanted to point out um, that I've never realized before. So um, I can't remember – I can't remember which scene it is, but the uh, Fry's dad is talking about how um, – oh, okay. It's the scene where he's explaining to Yancey why it's important for his name to be Yancey because Yancey's like, I want to be named Philip. Um, oh, yes. And he's like, no, Yancey, your name is Yancey just like my name, my grandfather's name, all the way back to uh, Minuteman Yancey who fought in the revolution. Now, Petey, as you'll remember – Oh, I see where you're going with this. Back in time to Revolutionary America in the future of episodes. And they meet one of Fry and the Professor's descendants. However, it is not Minuteman Yancey. It is a Farnsworth. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that Minuteman Yancey wasn't there. But why not – why not be talking to Minuteman Yancey? Because – it was the Farnsworth name that was ruined in that episode. It wasn't the Fry name. And oh, that's true. they were going after that branch of the family. Okay, and when and I after- said plot hole, I meant an interesting tip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guessing there's multiple, multiple, multiple branches, right? Because once you go back, you would say that's. No, that's true. You would multiply. I mean, it's exponential. So exactly, and you multiply exponentially. So there's so many different like. But presumably, Minuteman Yancey's running around at the same time, which is. I fun. think I think you're saying that it's a hole in the writing where they could have had Minuteman Yancey pop in. They don't in acknowledge just a joke. it. I guess. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You could have been like Minuteman Yancey reporting for duty, and they could have been like, No, 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 we don't need you. We need this guy or something. Funny, no, you, you know? you're also giving me too much credit. I didn't even think about how it was like. I kind of was in this this like sort of tunnel vision where I was like Yancey Miniman Yancey is the only descendant, and so oh, they're also yeah. claiming that that Farnsworth is the only or pre-descendant. Pre-descendant. <laughs> the only reason I thought of that was because I, I thought of the quote: "You're a disgrace to the very name Farnsworth." <laughs> but so then, where is the Farns? How is Fry a Farnsworth if he's Fry is not a Farnsworth? Farnsworth is a Fry. So Fry is his very that distant means that uncle. Fry Yancey is the precedent. Minuteman Yancey would then be the precedent to Farnsworth. Right. But then Fry could or, or How can that, Fry be both? <clears throat> it's his uncle. Fry is his uncle. So Fry's not his like direct direct father. It's not his grandson. So it could be different branches 
of the family who have right, but they would names. still have that would still mean that if if he's an uncle. Well, I guess we don't know exactly what type of uncle. Yeah, it could be uncle on mother's side. I'm gonna need to fempute this for a second. <laughs> Either way, okay. So you're saying okay. So you're saying that, um, and the listeners, I'm sure, love this. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Getting into like the very depths of the genealogy. You're saying that basically, the Fry side is like the Fries and the Farnsworths. At some point, are one though, right? We can agree on that. That has to be true. Yes, the Fry and the Farnsworth family at so some point. So theoretically, connect. the Farns, one of them could have had a female descendant who then married, and then the last na- their DNA went into a different last name, such as Fry. Or well, think about like second cousin, third cousin, fourth cousin. You can also have that, like a, an uncle once removed or something like that. So we don't know right. the depth to which like yeah, they are we don't related. Know. They haven't specified that. <clears throat> it could also be that Farnsworth married into the family, and they don't actually share any DNA. I mean, that's not true, but like if he. Did marry and he right. Could have so is right. that Farnsworth the old the the one in the Revolutionary times? Is that Farnsworth related to um, Fry? Minnie Nancy? He could or well, he no, could because not right be. if if it depends on when the branching happens, right? Because if if that Farnsworth is already branched, that that would mean that Fry is not really related to him in a direct sense, the way that he is. Related they to they could have they could have a common Wait. progenitor like I'm confusing two, three, four, myself five. so. Hard, right? Like, now. like, think about so think about your parents and then your parents' parents. Your grandparents have multiple kids, that gives you an uncle. Uh-huh. So, if you go to your great grandparents, they had multiple kids because your grandparents had siblings, that makes it your great uncle, right? So, they could all have different names, right? Like, the boys are going to be you know, Cheeseman or Calvin, but the girls could have different ones, and those girls are still going to. Right, right, project right. And have them further back. I was just trying to think of, it, depending on when the branching happens, Fry may or may not have a close tie to... Do you remember how Travis said that he was related to George Washington and Abe Lincoln? That is my evidence. I remember Ellie saying that. <laughs> Ellie was the one who was, was like... Bring that bitch back on the podcast and have her <laughs> Ellie, take let's uh, come back to the podcast, Ellie, and set the record straight about which U.S. presidents you are related you're related to. to. And whether or not you were lying anyway, through your bullpen. let's cut. move on. I've, I've hogged enough time on me not being able to fempute this. Yes, fair enough. So um, they, we go to the racetrack, uh, and Fry basically is just demonstrating how unlucky he is. His horse keeps on losing. Hermes and, and um, Zoidberg have an interesting uh, interaction when Hermes is like, my baby needs a new pair of shoes. And Zoidberg's like, screw your sp- – Screw your spoiled yeah. baby. I need those shoes. I need those shoes. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was lazy. He has one liners episode. That's a great line. Phenomenal. That's how I love my And flavor. I love that there's the horses are sort of like decaled like NASCAR. So like NASCAR. And one of the sponsors is like uh, horse gas. It's like Chevron. Oh, Chevron horse, horse gas. gas. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down too. I was like, damn it, I want to use that for trivia, but it's a sign. Um, another one of our favorite quotes that we've said to each other multiple, multiple, multiple times is um, – uh, in a quantum finish, the, they're they're taking a look at, at the uh, photographic oh, yeah. evidence. And Professor's like, "No fair! You changed the outcome by measuring it, which is so good." <laughs> so good. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've played. But many I love a that game. they're what they're doing with the electron microscope is pointing it at a tel- like a monitor screen. So like, the, if you did that, you wouldn't actually see the difference in the <laughs> yeah, real life. You see the actual the difference in the event. screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So it's like not a very good application of using the electron microscope, <laughs> but it's still funny nonetheless. We'll be sure to tell the, the animators that. Um, but anyway, so Fry basically just has all this series of bad luck, and he realizes, oh, wait, my, my seven-leaf clover – that I found when I was a kid is still in old New York and old New York yeah, is underneath in my Ronco city. record vault. Yeah, exactly. My Ronco record vault, which Ronco is phenomenal. Ron Popeil. I still love Ron Popeil. One of the greatest salesmen of all time. Look up to him. The Ronco record vault, which I think was a real thing. The pocket fisherman, the Ronco uh, counter oven, set it and forget it. So many good ones. Uh, so as Fry and Leela are and Bender are kind of adventuring to to old New York to go find his seven leaf clover, we get another flashback to when they're like young teenagers, Yancey and Fry, and they're part of like a breakdance crew and they're trying to win these like memorabilia MC Hammer pants um, as a crew. And so they're like, let's like we need to be like on point for this. And so it's another demonstration of Yancey being an asshole, basically. Like Fry does his moves, his signature style, and Yancey basically just completely cops it and he like copies it. Um mm-hmm. I do want to point out that um two things, which is that the guy who's beatboxing they call noticeably FAT, F-A-T? which I've always yeah. loved that as like a nickname. Um, I'm pretty sure it's uh, John DiMaggio beatboxing too. He's a very good beatboxer. Oh, I didn't know that. I think it's him. Um, Actually, that would make sense. And the leader guy, I I never connected this dot before. The leader guy, and you're lucky I don't have this in trivia, is uh, ba- his look is based off of the one of the guys in the movie Break In from 1984. I would literally have had absolutely no clue. But that sort of his like very weird specific kind of like eighties looking um, outfit, outfit. With, like the belt and the weird whatever combination of things is like very specifically based on this guy from the movie Break In. Let me send oh. you a link. Oh yeah, link me. Um, so Fry basically um, goes down to old New York. I love that. Um, this is where we learn that Bender's middle name is Bender Bending Rodriguez. Yes, I don't think yes. we've learned that quite yet. Um, so you get a little bit of background on on Bender too, but Fry is like basically talking all about old New York, and everyone's like, "That seems terribly mundane and awful." And then he goes on this little like miniature diatribe about Rudy Giuliani cracking down on jockeys, and or not jockeys on jaywalking, and. He, like, walks across the street and gets hit by a lizard. And I was like, this was definitely made before the change in Rudy Giuliani's legacy of being, like, America's mayor. America's, like, vampire lawyer. <laughs> vampire, perhaps. That's what he is now, lawyer With, like, the hair dye running down his face. Yes, exactly. Um, but so Fry basically sees his house. And Bender's like, wow, time really took a baseball bat to that house. And it flashes back, and only the background changes because the house. <laughs> the looks house like a looks piece exactly of shit. the same. Yeah. A thousand, it's like all fucked up, and like the roof is caved in, and there's shit everywhere. Um, <laughs> it's like two by fours sticking out of everything. Um, and I also so <laughs> so they get down to uh, the like the record vault or whatever. Which, by the way, when they do the flashback, uh, flashback, Fry is like complaining. He's running away from Yancey because he's trying to steal the seven leaf clover. And their dad is in the basement and he's like doing more doomsday prep. And he has a, uh, like a thing full of bananas. Um, and he's oh, like, yeah. 
He's like, we're going to need these bananas for when the radiation turns us into monkeys. <laughs> and it, obviously part of the joke is like those bananas are not going to – they're not shelf stable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that one. But uh, that's very QAnon, right? Is that's that, exactly like, well, this radiation is going to turn us into monkeys. Uh, sorry, I'm writing something down because I forgot to write it down for trivia. Um, yeah, very super Q for a Q of him. Um, and or so as you and I might say, PD, very crambot of him. Very <laughs> cram, cram, okay, crambot is kind of Q and on. I'm pretty right? sure that when I when I turned on the unsupervised learning, he got to whatever Q and on websites, and that's how he. The dark web. Yes. Um, it is really weird that the dark web is like 80% of the internet and you never use it. Just like dark matter. Just like dark matter being like 99.9% .9 of the universe and like we don't know what it is. 80% of the universe's mass or something. Yeah, and we still don't know what it is. We only dark. know what it's not. Stars. Regular mass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is definitely Regular not Catholic. Uh-uh. Because it's not normal mass. Oh. It is definitely. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice. I got you. I got you. I was also going to say it's definitely not a state between uh, New Hampshire and Rhode Island. Because it's not regular mass. Oh, so <laughs> oh but PD, you could say it, it is, though. It is uh, special holidays Catholic, though, because it's midnight mass. It's dark. Oh, spooky, scary skeletons. I can't wait to watch that. Halloween, that. and of course, every Catholic's favorite holiday is coming up. We are in Spooktober. Halloween is coming up. And yes. be sure to donate to your local parish uh, on December, on October 31st, um, and they will give you a trick-or-treat of either a wafer or a little cup of wine. That is true. And then you have to wait until All Saints Day, which is the next day, to imbibe and crunch, uh, I believe is the Catholic term. Uh, crunch on the wafer. <laughs> crunch. Crunch. A R O M P C H. Crunch. Crunch. Ding. That is incorrect. <laughs> C R O M C H. Can I, can I hear that in a sentence, please? Uh, what is the 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 origin? Uh, At midnight mass, I crunch on <laughs> on the body of Christ. <laughs> Hearing it in a sentence makes it so much better. Oh God! Okay. Uh, so Fry finds the seven leaf clove. Wait, no. Fry, no. Fry, Fry figures out that the seven leaf clover is gone. It's gone. Then we get a flashback to um, Yancey finding the clover for his yes. wedding, right before yes. his wedding, right before his wedding, and uh, he's. Um, Using the um, record to clean out people. It's like it's like a shitty yeah, old it's record. Like Breakfast Club soundtrack. This will clear out after the at the end of the reception. You've already said two of my trivia's, and I really don't like it. Woo. Already don't like it. Breakfast Club X that one. Um, uh, but so so they what the <laughs> that was late. But that was me saying I've gotten your trivia. What the <sighs> true true true. Um, but they end up finding a statue of Philip J. Fry, the first man on the moon. But it looks Wait, on Mars. On Mars, but it looks just looks. like Yancey. Right. So then uh, they bring it up, and they're kind of trying to figure out what exactly uh, it happened. And I love that the professor's computer is basically an Alexa. It's like, 
the, my computer heard me say fry. <laughs> and it, so it ordered me French fries and pulled up this video of Philip J. Fry. Which is and went to my calendar on Friday. <laughs> very fucking accurate to all the voice assistants because this was what two thousand two, two thousand three. So yes, yeah, exactly. Which you can do all those things, and it's like, it, like yeah, it, it ordered me French fries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I love too that it 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 brings up a video that is like factually incorrect. That's how old the video is because they're like. He was the first man on Mars and the only man on Mars, but now there's like oh, Mars yeah. University. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then you have like the English guy from the band. I like, love the, the spinal the tap style so, English guy. Yes, yeah, spinal tap. Yes, so exactly. Phil walks in, right? And he plays this tune, right? And I said, that right there is a hit record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the British fucking band manager, which we know is toxic. Um, so anyways, they, they figure out that for that, uh, Philip J. Fry is residing in, uh, what's it called? Orbiting Meadows. Yeah. It's like a, a cemetery that is in orbiting the earth. Yeah. That's like, like an asteroid orbiting the earth. The closest you'll get to heaven, which I love. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so they end up going to orbiting meadows. Bender of course uses this as an opportunity to continuously grave dig and like What's he pull up? Again, I can't remember all the things he pulls up. Did you write any of that down? One of them may be a film trivia. Is this that stupid one about the guy's spinal cord and I don't know who it is? David Larkat, David D. Warcat? <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> You're the one breeding this toxic trivia environment, PD, so. I am. You, AKA, you made your bed. Same time to sleep in it. No, um, you anyway, gotta lie so, in it. Now you gotta lie in it. Yeah, exactly. So now uh, we get to. Now you have um, to use a very important ingredient in soap making process in it. Lie. Oh, lie in it. Oh. <laughs> now you have to use a very important soap making ingredient and then ask if you're correct in a British accent. In it. Lie in it. <laughs> <laughs> in it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, so God. they they find this uh, they find the the tombstone for uh, for Philip J. Fry, Philip J. Fry. who Phil, they still think is Yancey, but basically at the bottom there's some text that they uncover. You know, it's covered in moss or whatever. Um, and then at the same time they flash back and we find out that <gasps> Yancey actually named his son after his at that point gone and you know MIA brother. Yeah. Philip J. Fry. So Beyonce names his son Philip, and it turns out that the person that Fry thought Yancey was copying had taken over his identity, basically. But in reality, mm-hmm. it was the much more beautiful act of naming his son after his brother. Yes. So this person that was the first person on Mars was his nephew. And exactly. we see that Yancey did have, find the seven-leaf clover, but he gave it to Philip J. Fry so he could live pretty much like a blessed life. And, and he did. Just, like, because well, I want to highlight like, that he, he won um, – after he won the lottery and bought a mansion, <laughs> he's giving you the look of that's one of my trivia questions. God damn it. <laughs> he, he struck oil in the bathroom of a mansion he bought after he won the lottery. Your Honor, I declare horse hockey. <laughs> this is horse <laughs> hockey. I am not yet. Counselor, the the equine uh, ice sports uh, will continue (laughs) sustain. Your Honor, instruct the bailiff to remand the judge. Wait, to (laughs) remand the counsel. (laughs) 
Bailiff, no, earlier uh, Daniel was texting me and he was like, uh, "You're." He was like, "Bailiff, like you need to reprimand the the judge." <laughs> I said, "I said, Your Honor, you're on thin ice. Bailiff, you are instructed to reprimand the judge." <laughs> and then uh, the the bailiff pinched me and I said, "Ouch, uh, bailiff, that was uncalled for, counselor. <laughs> reprimand the bailiff." <laughs> In a very Three Stooges way. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> and then presumably the bailiff would say, uh, Your Honor, the ba- uh, the counselor pinched me, reprimand the counselor. Right, yes. And then it would the sort of be a, a full three. cycle. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but yes, that was the tearjerker. And then Bender's like grave digging and kind of cuts the tension. But like, man, which by the way, you Pete, find that's out what that we call Nancy a legal triangle. You've heard of a love triangle. A legal triangle is oh. when the bailiff, the, the <laughs> judge, and, the, the front and counselor, counselor and judge are all three Stooges style bonking each other, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poking each other in the eyes, uh, pulling their nose. Yeah, yeah. it all looked very painful. Like pulling teeth out and shit. Yeah. And they didn't have stunt men back then. That was just them. That was just them full on like I was going to say cream pieing each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, you skeezes, you pervs, <laughs> gutter mind. Um but yeah, so anyway, it's like, a very beautiful so moment fire, and it's yeah. sort of like um, don't you forget about me uh, starts playing and they zoom out and then the episode kind of ends abruptly in a sense after that. Um, yeah, but I love that. I mean, they like they, they put a f- way. They put such a good ending on it. They don't need to like do it. It's like here lies Philip J. Fry, named for his uncle, who will live on forever in his memory. And I'm like, oh, girl, I'm like, well, I'm not just saying it. It makes me so sad because you hate Yancey, and then you go to like, wow, Yancey was such Actually, a good guy. He in was the a end. good guy in the end. Yeah. Yes, and he didn't. He didn't even use the clover for like his own personal nefarious. Well, not nefarious, but personal reasons. Selfish he reasons. It. He passed it on. You pass it on, yeah. It became – well, I was going to say it became a fam- family heirloom, but no, because it was buried with Philip J. Fry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they do find it, but he, they don't take it, which I feel like I want Fry them to do a callback. Yeah. I want them to do a callback to this episode. Like, like I want them to do callbacks where they like – okay, in Power Rangers they would do this, like where they lose a weapon or like they have something and they go to the bottom of the sea to get it or something. Like I want them to do a callback where they need to muster all their like power and they oh, go and get they the go seven-leaf clover. Yeah, and then they go like – down and get like the um the um syrup from umbriel and use that to grow stuff like like pick up all, all the like extraordinary oh, a bunch objects. of different interesting things from past episodes and amalgamate them all into like one reason to have them together yes that's what i want I like those are my idea. favorite episodes right? i like that idea if only we had if only our if only our plan to become writing scabs and the scabs yeah. writers christ uh, strike had worked then we could be writing these episodes but Alas. We should be writing these up. We should be so writing these episodes PD. for minimum wage. Let us move on to trivia. <laughs> that was a full Three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Why don't I ask you first? Because you've okay. already answered lots of mine, you okay. rat bastard. <laughs> you rat bastard. Uh, Minuteman Yancey farts on you. Um, Does that mean I get the? I get it. I get a point nah. for that. No, because I didn't legally ask it, Your Honor. Okay. Um, uh, who was Philip J. Fry? Who was Philip Fry? Our Philip Fry of the future, named after Philip Screwdriver. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Fry prays to the horse god at the horse track. 
Who is the horse god according to oh, Egyptian mythology? Oh, in Egyptian mythology? Yep. I don't remember. Ha ha! It's Set, or sometimes Seth. Uh, you already said Breakfast Club soundtrack, Sad Bath USA. Um, striking Wheel in the Bathroom. Oh, what is um, Philip J. the Younger? Philip J. Fry the Younger. This is how we're going to refer to them. Philip J. The Fry younger. the Younger, Philip J. Fry the Older. What is Philip J. Fry the Younger? Uh, what's his band's name? Leaf Seven. God damn it. Okay, this one. Okay, this is a tough one. When uh, Fry's dad talks about bananas and likens it to nuclear war, what is that? What 1970s classic is that a reference to? Wait, what? When he talks about bananas, what classic what? Movie, TV show, book? 70s classic. Is it a car? 70s. <laughs> it's a movie. Okay. Um, uh, I want to say Dr. Strangelove, but that was like the 60s, right? Uh, is that your final answer? You can be hard on you, counselor. Sorry, Your Honor. Okay, well, that's the only vintage movie with nuclear war that's coming to mind, so I'll say Dr. Strangelove. Planet, oh, Planet of, of the, the Apes. Apes. Yes, is exactly. That, because I haven't actually seen the original. So is it that monkeys? Monkeys blew everything because... up. They blew it all to hell, and then nuclear with all with nuclear weapons, and then oh. people evolved back, or it made monkeys evolve into gotcha. like smart okay. creatures. Okay. Yes, exactly. I'm on Earth. What a twist! What a twist, twist. in my Shyamalan. All right, I think you did uh, two out of four. I Even technically, technically had one I would have gotten like five out of seven, but I technically technically had one more, but it's a sign. Do you want me to give it to you? Um, no, I don't want to. I don't want to have a worse record. Okay, I'll give it to you. Um, where or what type? What stand do Fry, Leela, and Hermes go to at the horse track? Oh, it's called like horse d'oeuvres or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like horror d'oeuvres, horse d'oeuvres. Horse d'oeuvres. Which also reminds me of when my parents got an invite to some fancy party and you and I saw it and we were like in like Yes, I remember that. We like, yeah, we were like, we're like what the fuck are horse d'oeuvres? Is that, <laughs> like, is that like slut? Because like horror at that point was a curse word still. Right. What are whores like do you freeze, mom? Orders. Orders. My God. Did That's when I learned how to pronounce that word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was like a true also, I want to say there's a, there's a couple good jokes at the horse thing, which is um, they have horse-fed horse for that extra horse taste. <laughs> yeah. And then Hermes um, is like, gets like, oh, a horse gets Coke. A zero cholesterol omelet made with horse beaters. <laughs> <laughs> And Hermes is like, all of a horse coke. And he's like, is horse Pepsi okay? And he goes, goes, nay. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Okay. So, PD, I have three for you. Um, you. What is the name of the centaur that wins the race that we see? Oh, it's like Mark or Jeff. Or it's like a human name, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh. And the winner is Lance. Uh, and the winner is 
Can you give me a letter? No. I gave you so many hints. But this one's like, it's easy to give away. So that's why. Jim. No, it's two syllables. I'll give you that. Derek. No. Derek Springer's still hot, by the way. Just okay, great. That. <laughs> He's engaged now, by the way. So I pipe, pipe dream becomes even care. more of a pipe dream. <laughs> I mean, give me two pipes, give me a didgeridoo, give me a tunnel. I don't care. A man can dream. A man okay, can so, dream. Uh, it was Steven. Steven. That's a very human name. Not at so, all. Yeah, you the had the right. You had the right man. avenue. You had the right neighborhood. Um, okay, so. Um, what horse, not the name, but I'll take the number. Uh, what horse does Fry bet on that loses in the race that Bender fixes? This is kind of a Fry sign. Bets on? So I, I'm. This is kind of a sign. So I'm. Taking yeah, it. I don't. No, no, I'm not answering this. I refuse. Well, you get zero, so it's. Six. I refuse to answer it because it's a six. sign. But I got a sign question too, so. Uh, you got an easy sign even. about a core no. childhood memory of you ours. Had one I got a random question about a dumb equestrian fart liquor. Okay. Did we already say this? I'm sorry. Okay, I'll Did give someone call Brody back? Things are getting contentious. <laughs> I'll, give you a, I'll give you an alternative. What yes, is okay. Fry's um, combination for his Three. record vault? There you go. Three. It's my lucky number, You're too. lucky, uh-huh. counselor, because I felt I, I, you're lucky. Your I'm Honor, I appreciate the clemency. I will give, I'll give you spine. a fact. Does Bender dig Oh, up? it's fucking like, I knew you were going to ask me about the spine one. It's right after that. And he's like, I got an, oh, David Duchovny? Nope. It's someone, John Larroquette. Yes, John Larroquette. Fuck yes. I have no idea who John Larroquette is, but I didn't remember the name. Fuck I don't yes. either. I just wrote the name down because I was like, this one's going to be interesting. <laughs> Wait, I feel like he's a 90s star. Was he in X-Files? Well, Bender makes it sound like he was in the uh, mouse club or something because he's like, I'm one something short of a oh, John Larroquette is like uh, reunion. He's he's he was on Night Court. He apparently had the John Larroquette show. He's like he does cameos in shows that we would have watched in like the '90s, like Uh Seinfeld and shit. Um, Here, you have to like see who it is because you're gonna be like, or that makes so much more sense. There. Also, what's this one? Blue towel? Oh, okay. Oh, my God. There is somebody that I work with who looks like this guy, and I've always wondered why the guy looks so familiar, and it's because he looks like John Larroquette. John Larroquette. Wow. And now you put a face to the name. I'm going what to a- tell him that he looks like John Larroquette now. What an honor. <laughs> <laughs> what an honor. Um, okay, and then uh that was the last one okay so pd you get two out of three i'll take 66 percent because you got zero percent okay everybody says everybody says oh 66 versus 60 (laughs) it was almost a tie Um, do you want me to give you another uh political one but it is a sign trivia question if it doesn't count towards score, I will take okay, it. This, if it does count towards score. It does score, not count towards score. So that means if you get it right, you don't get any extra either. It's just okay. for fun. Um, what is the sign when, they, when, we, when we enter, when we see the breakdance crew, there's like a couple political signs. What is one of them? Oh, I, did, I have no idea. I think I was it writing says, something down. That was a Rock us, Dukakis. 
Oh, and then there's something about like color, like like loose. Yeah, it's color. like the loosely uh, organized or something, like loosely joined, like color federation or something. Yeah, something like that. I was That's like, wait, I don't know what that means. I, I, um, I think it was supposed to be like I think it was like a diversity campaign or something. So right, sort of like anyway. like an eighties diversity. Oh, cultural melting pot could be. Okay, that was so how what, how many seven leaf clovers would you vote this out of? Mm, I'm gonna go 4.75. It was really fucking good. It was not exactly perfect, perfect because I could have gone, gone with some more giggles, but it's it's fucking close. I was I agree. I was gonna say 4.75 because I feel like it's hard to give two episodes in one season fives, but this is definitely up there. And exa- I have the exact yeah. same thing. It's really good, but it's short on the giggles as far as the other 5.0s that we've that we've seen. Yes, exactly. And um, I usually hate the serious episodes, aka the Sting, aka the worst episode of all time. Okay, but oh god, this one was really good. I like good. that episode. I know that we already uh, talked about. Uh, this. Oh my gosh, Peter! <laughs> I was like, what I have I told yet? you about burping on the podcast? <laughs> At least burp to... away from the mic. You go closer <laughs> to the mic. When you were getting my questions right, I'm not gonna lie. I was trying to shake my belly so I could burp. Oh my god! I would have. As restitution, I would have ended the call if you had done that. Mr. I'm Robert ending this transmission. Don't be that nasty, Butler. I'm, I'm ending, ending this transmission. transmission. <laughs> oh god! No, yeah, it was it was great. Just a little bit light on the giggles. That's all. So a fantastic episode. Um, next week we are going to cover. So well, I guess I'll say it again. This was season three, episode ten, "Luck of the Friarish." Next week we're going to cover mm-hmm. season three, episode eleven. I'm sorry, I couldn't understand your rules. accent. You're going to have to say that again for me. Wait, well, <laughs> you're, I feel like you're making me into a <laughs> I joke. I don't know. <sighs> season three, episode, three, episode 10. 11. No, I know, but what was season three, episode ten? The luck of the Friarish. Mother of God. I, <laughs> I can't understand your accent. The luck of the Irish. <laughs> yes, that's all I wanted, my lad. Oh my god. Okay, you're like confusing. You were like melding two jokes, so I didn't know what direction you wanted me to go. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Um, what is the next episode that we're covering? I'm sorry, I uh, season three, episode eleven, Cyber House Rules. Oh, this is a good, decent one, if I recall correctly. I Lots don't good I robot jokes. actually conjure up the imagery for this one. Robot house? What? No. Yeah. Didn't we already see that one? The Mars yeah. University one? I'm pretty sure that's this one. Oh, no. This has nothing to do with that. Yeah, this is when Leela gets one or two eyes. We already saw that one, PD. That was the Mars University one with Gunter. But I thought there was a different one where Bender goes back and, like, he, there was a different one with the robot house because it was popular. I don't I don't know. There might be. You're all, <clears throat> they're always blaming me for everything. Okay. Uh, well, as always, you can find us on Twitter at WTTWOT. You can also find us on Patreon at WHTTP colon, colon slash. slash slash. Okay, it's HTTPS. W- it's secure. HTTPS. Oh, okay, good. HTTPS colon slash slash www patreon.com slash world of tomorrow pod yes um and you can uh-huh. su- support us at any tier level uh the lowest one the delivery boy tier is only two dollars a month and with that two dollars a month you get access to episodes a week early and ad free guys 
So yeah. if you hate that ad at the beginning where it's me talking, um, and I want to do a fucking ad. PD, all you have to do is like literally go into the thing, and um, actually, we'll we'll just do it. Actually, you know what? It's gonna be it's gonna be too annoying for me to teach you how to do it. All no, 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 because I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't have the ability to log in the way that I do. So that's what I, I that's why I come. Oh, we can do it. We can do it when we're together. We can do it when we're, when we're together um, at the Rub a Dub Club. <laughs> the, yes, when we have to meet later to do our business meeting for our new club, the Rub a Dub Club, uh, we can record it then. Yes. Okay. Perf. Because um, we are also, overdue for a, a new version of it. You know what I'm saying? It's always good to keep it. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah, true. Um, but also, we love you just for listening. We'll love you forever. We'll love you for always. As long as you listen, our friends you'll be. Yes. I like that, and I think it's classy. I, I know you hate it. I know you hate it. I don't care. I'm putting my I think the only reason I don't like it, PD, is because it sounds like it's going to rhyme, and then it doesn't. It doesn't rhyme. But if you hear it all the time, you're going to be like, oh, that's so nice. I'm so glad they said it. If you it. hear it all the time, you'll want it to rhyme every single time. <laughs> if you hear it all the time, you're going to want to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's going to take us out today, Midad? Um, You know what? I really would just love... Uh, Fimputer? Fembot? I don't, I don't have that. I thought you did. I thought you had Fimputer and a manputer's world. I don't. I wish I did. That's, I should get that, but I don't oh, have that. Oh, shit. I thought we had that. Okay, well, record scratch. You might be wondering how I got here. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, you know what? I want to I do um, a little something called... Brought to you by Molten Boron. Nobody doesn't love-